impacted and inspired by this teaching. For more information and service times, check out our website at noosa.church. Enjoy. Not being wise in your own eyes. I don't know about you, but you can see it out there. Everyone thinks they're right. In fact, I'm here to tell you you're all wrong because I'm right. I just thought you, know, you need to know that. But that's the way we live. That obviously, if we think we're right, and everyone does, if you're not sure about that, just go on Facebook. Everyone's right. In fact, I was in line this week. I was just buying some food from downstairs at our hub. And uh, a wonderful Jan, who was on the, the checkout, darling lady, shining her light to every single person that comes in. And the bloke in front of me just started giving her a tirade. Not, not, not her, but his, his version of right about everything that was going on in the world. You know, I was hungry, so I wanted him to stop talking and, and hurry up and get out. But also, I, I, it was just a great moment of society going, wow, we walk into moments... We want to be right. We assume we're wise. And today we're going to be talking about thinking and planning, not being wise in our own eyes. Proverbs 3 says this, My son, do not forget my teaching. I'll read along with. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace, they will add to you. All really good things. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, and so find favour and high esteem in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. We're going to camp there today. We'll keep reading, but that's where we're going to camp. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And we're going to go through the whole chapter, by the way. So if you want to track this week, dive into Proverbs 3. It's just going to, I guarantee you, it's just going to keep lighting up all throughout that chapter. And especially, you know, you read it first this, today, but then if you read it tomorrow, you're going to get more revelation than me. You know what I mean? Other things will start coming out. So I'm just telling you, that's the chapter this week. Head into that. You're going to be blessed. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him. He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honour the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. We can go to the next page, but even there where we think the Lord correcting us, it sounds like a really bad thing, and even that word chastening means bring direction, bring correction and direction too. And it sounds bad, like it's soon, they're just the words it's drenched in meaning where you're just sort of sounding like, like the chastening of the Lord. But we do that every, I mean, you're adjusting your life all day, every day. Like literally, and this is what society is saying. If I'm walking forward, I'm adjusting, I'm rebalancing, I'm, I'm correcting, I, uh, you know, I get distracted, I come back on track. I mean, it's happening all day. Your body's doing it, your mind's doing it, uh, you know, and, and, and if, you're not, if you don't think so, watch, wait till one hair goes out of place. 
and see how hacked off you are. You've got to correct everything. You're just adjusting the whole time. Someone says something, yeah, not right. Oh, maybe not quite. Uh, we're adjusting the whole time. We're correcting the whole time. Uh, you know what I mean? And, but society's like, well, yeah, we're moving forward. But, it, you know, uh, the next thing is taking the, t- putting your, your, uh, using your right foot to take the next step. And then everyone's like, that's got nothing to do with life. You need to, you, stepping is all about your left foot. You know what I mean? And then, so there's people just want to, they're aggressive. They want, to, they want to be wise in their own eyes rather than just going, hang on a sec, I'm going to esteem others. And obviously that's coming from a perspective of maybe they've had a difficult past where they, you know, they were maybe in an environment which was heavy handed. And I thought, but if you camp there, you're going to miss out on some beautiful wisdom of considering other people, the, the church family, wise. You know what I mean? In the sense that I know there's aspects of God's wisdom that, is in, that it's in you. And I need it. And if I'm trying to fix you all the time or I'm trying to correct or I'm trying to just be right or even just the wisdom in our own eyes has a posture. You know what I mean? You've probably got mates. And that's how they, that's how they walk. Yeah, mate. How are you? Yeah. You, you, that says I'm wise in my own eyes. Yeah. Oh, do you think? Oh, yeah, I don't know, mate. Do you? Are you an expert in that area? No. But that's how the world without God, and this is the beauty of God, is He helps us get humble. It's even the concept of God makes us go, there's something bigger than my own wants and needs. It's just healthy, a belief in God. It's healthy to have faith in God. It's healthy to trust Him. And if you disagree with me, that's your posture. No, it's not Christian. You're being wise in your own eyes, categorically. I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm saying God is. And this is what, when we walk together and we're saying, don't, tra- don't, don't be frustrated by the God's chastening. And that doesn't mean that he's smacking you. It's actually just the guidance and the correction. And, now, and like any of our mistakes, if we're off track, it can hurt. But as a father, I'm not trying to correct my kids. I'm trying to guide them. I don't want to be making 17,000 decisions for them every day of their life. I'm not trying to nitpick. Sounds like that sometimes, they tell me. <laughs> but it's more like, hey, that, that's, you know, and if we're open in each other's world, it's like, what do you reckon? Well, I think it's, yeah, this, you could try it. Or, oh, there's some, there's, there's some prickles on that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dangerous approach or it's thin. Sometimes we're always like wise or foolish. And uh, there's scripture we're going to get to that's not all about, you're not either a wise person or a fool or a foolish person, but you can act like a wise person. You can act like a fool. Even if you're wise and you're always right, legend. You can still act like an absolute drongo. <laughs> People are coming to mind, right? <laughs> Let's continue on. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand. In her left hand, riches and honour. How good is all this gear? Imagine being happy beyond someone who's made more coin. The proceeds of wisdom, it's better than the profits of silver. It's better than the gain of fine gold. It's better than Bitcoin. It's more precious than rubies. All these things can't be compared to it. Length of days and left-hand riches and honour. I mean, you, do you want a long life? Do you want riches and honour? Do you want to be happy on the way? You know what I mean? Yeah, but what about other people? What if they're richer than me? Who cares? It's not about being the richest. It's about being the most stoked. Categorically. It's about, there's a, a love of God. 
that sometimes people are like, what? You shouldn't be that happy. Your life's worse than, than your attitude. Yeah. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand, riches and honour. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. All her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her and happier all who retain her. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth and by understanding he established the heavens. Just the language in this starts to get humility when you start thinking about the earth was founded. And by the Lord established the heavens. You know what I mean? You're sort of realising, yeah, I'm a small piece in the puzzle here. It's what scripture does. It just, it just right sizes us back. And it's not about being a worm. Humility is not just saying I'm worse than everyone. It's, just, it's actually lifting other people up. It's not saying I'm a worm and I'm always wrong. It's, just, it's, it's holding a space instead of going, I'm coming into this conversation, making sure I'm right. I'm going to fix you and I'm going to correct you. It's just going, hey, there's space in my heart that you could have something and you do have something worthy to contribute to my life. You know what I mean? That's all. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth by understanding. He established the heavens by his knowledge. The depths were broken up and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion for they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down in your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. I mean, there's just blessing after blessing. Even when you mess up, the Lord, even if you're about to trip, the Lord will catch you. I mean, this is the best insurance policy anywhere is just following the Lord. Even if you are a fool. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbour, go and come back tomorrow. I will give it when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbour because he can do a, make a loud party on a Friday night, last until Saturday morning and rob you of sleep. He don't tick off your neighbour, no point. They can always get you back. For his, he dwells by, by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause. If he has done you no harm, do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. That's what I want. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. And so there's, there's, a, there's a blessing in humility. If we continue on, there's a great scripture in Psalm 119. Not being wise in our own eyes. Imagine waking up and not trying to correct anyone. How freeing. Wives, how freeing that would be. I'm fishing. Hubbies, you're not allowed to laugh right now. But wives, imagine if you thought that your husbands weren't wrong. You would, <laughs> you would just breathe confidence and life into him and he'd start listening to you more. Man, it's quiet in here today. <laughs> Am I wrong or are you all scaredy cats? Far out. Psalm 119. Nine, 
says this, how can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips, I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. I'm a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul breaks with longing for your judgments at all times. The New King James in there, it says, I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. Imagine winning the lottery, how stoked people are. And then imagine being that stoked when you open your Bible. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. Imagine just going, wow. Oh, God, that's smarter than me in here. Do you know why some of you are so bored in life? Because you're breathing your own exhaust. All you listen to is your own opinions. Everyone on a phone call and it gets too quiet for too long and the other person is off doing chores and things and you've, you've just been ranting for 10 minutes with your own opinion. And you're like, mate, 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 he's still there? Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, mate, yeah, we're still here. You're like, yeah, no, you weren't. What? I was ranting. I was too excited about my own opinion. And the beauty about being a Christian, beauty about following Jesus is you've got stronger words. They're more powerful. They're more everlasting than your own dumb opinions. Like don't, it says, don't be wise in your own eyes. In fact, don't just don't be too smart right now. It's a waste of time. Like the experts don't even know what they're doing. Like the hall monitors that know all the rules don't even know what they're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you study all the rules and you're like, I am a Jedi. I know more than anyone. I have, I'm wise in my own eyes. It'll be different with in three days' time anyway. You'll have to start studying again. I'm not saying being flagrant. I'm just saying don't be wise in your own eyes. Again, okay, what's going on? What do we do? Okay, great. Let's get on with it. Your own thoughts. Again, God in your life gives a humility where it's like, instead of like taking all the credit, which is again our default. I thought something and someone else said it or I wore something and someone else did. Yeah, I started that fashion. Uh, really, you started the fashion. You're the first one that sewed that shirt, that made those shoes, that wore it that way. No, you weren't. Stop taking credit for how cool you think you are. Why? Stop being wise. Let's not be wise in our own eyes. Humility. It's lacking. <laughs> and it's powerful. And God's Word's drenched in it. And the more we can flood our life with that, the more we can adopt a posture in life that is life-giving, that God can, He doesn't have to yell at you to to course correct, he can actually just whisper, hey, mate, it's probably it. It's probably time to it, it, you know. Hour seven on the Xbox, probably time to it. Yeah, but I just want to get to high school. No, 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 not the moment. 
Matthew 7 uh, says this. We're talking about building a life on a rock. About not being wise in our own eyes. Fearing the Lord and departing from evil. If you've got junk in your life, get rid of it. Like, you know it. <laughs> but fearing the Lord and not just going, I know there's something I should stop, is just stopping it. There's a power in that. Matthew 7, 24 says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, it's talking about Jesus, hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a man, a wise man, who built his house on a rock. So even someone who hears words of Jesus and does them, Jesus doesn't even call him a wise man. He's like, he's starting to act a bit like a wise man. He said, I'll call you, he'll be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. And so when Jesus, so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. And that doesn't mean that Jesus was the bully. I was, I was authority. I was, he didn't even walk around acting like he was wise. He actually walked around saying, I'm submitted to my Father God. And even when people are like, you know the truth, your truth, my truth, that's okay, it's your truth. It's like, no, it's not. Their truth is not the truth. Jesus' truth wasn't the truth. He said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. You'll know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But before that, he was saying, I don't, I'm submitted to my Father. The I don't say anything I don't hear him say. I don't do anything I don't hear him do. And that's why my perspective on truth is triangulated from somewhere beyond my own wants and dreams. If, G, if anyone could walk off on his own opinions, it should be Jesus. And he didn't even do it. He's like, I don't do it. I don't do it unless I know my father. And we see this in, in, when he was challenged. They tried to catch him in words. Who knows today? It's really about a lot of people kind of catch each other in words and you say something, I want to know what you think. Why? So I can chip away at you when you're either as cool as me or you're different and then I'll hate you and whatever else. And so it was exactly the same in Jesus' day. And he didn't spurt his mouth off. He actually stopped. Remember all those times where he paused? Hmm. Drew on the ground. Until, Lord, what do you want happening in this situation? A humility of heart. And then when he got God's wisdom, he would say that. Not with his chest out. But again, in redemption of people, where's your accusers? I don't accuse you either. Yeah, but Jesus was the correcting everyone. And, you know, he went into the temple and he, he knocked over the tables. Well, if you actually read that passage, he went in one day, was absolutely distraught at everything that was going on and people trying to buy and sell. He actually went back out of town, calmed down overnight and again, submitted his own frustrations to the Father. And then the next day, not out of emotion, but the next day he came into town and cleaned house. Now don't tell me you're in righteous anger unless you can calm down for a day and sleep on it. If you want to be biblical. And so Jesus' authority was still submitted to God Almighty. I mean, you might be great in your field, in your industry. You're like, I know what I'm doing. Christian, I don't want to... I am wise in my own eyes. Like I've done this for 20 years. 
I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but you can still carry a spirit of, I'm, I'm, I'm qualified. Doesn't mean you have to be arrogant. It, and if you walk into a job going, yeah, I've done all this before, bing, 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 you're going to miss an area of genius, of creativity. Instead of going, I've got the skills to approach this job. But if you're open to God, he'll still be able to wow you. You know what I mean? You don't want to have a boring job going, yeah, I've done this, I've, done, I've seen this problem a thousand times. You want to go, Lord, what's still going on here? Whether it's building a house, whether it's mowing a lawn, whether it's surgery. You know what I mean? Be open to God's whisper. That he's like, actually, I know it looks that way, but <laughs> you're like, oh, God will wow you in the mundanity of life, even if you've been doing something for 50 years. That's how cool he is. If we're not wise in our own eyes. Again, like I said, it's not about being a worm, but it's just understanding the role we play and the part we play, the moment that we're in. Scriptures talk about teaching us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Because our days aren't that very many. Whether long or short, understanding the brevity of life gives us wisdom. (laughs) All Scriptures will help our life. Your word I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Not that I might fix everyone else. Not that I might win an argument. (laughs) Not that I might sound learned. (laughs) But just flood your heart with God's word. Play it. I mean, Eliza's birthday was this week. I'm telling you so I don't get in trouble. But um, I did remember. And I bought her something that she wanted, which was earphones in a headband. So that, you know, because we sort of like, I don't know, like, I'm not trying to say we're godly. We, we do sometimes watch movies and then sometimes we listen to like preaching or the Bible when we fall asleep. But if you fall asleep and your earpl- earplugs are in it, it can get bumpy and it hurts your ear. So she wanted this head- headband headphone thing. Um, so we could do that night, fall asleep without hurting our ears. Uh, so I got her one. Well, I actually, but I got two. So I got me one too. Because <laughs> it's such a good idea. <laughs> They didn't tell anyone until it turned up. They're like, well, they said two. And I was like, what? Really? Two for one? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> I had a point with that. I'm saying. I don't know what it was. Sorry. It was something really deep. Anyway, it'll come back to me. But this is the thing. Okay? Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. That's the moment we're in. Is go, Lord, I need your direction. I need my heart open, right? If you're bored, you need a new adventure. <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you think you're the greatest thing ever since sliced bread, well, then start making sourdough or do, doing something else. Like, there's always a new adventure. You know what I mean? Uh, like, last, you know, there was a few days back, I just, just loaded, filled the car with fuel and just went driving west. If you do that, you end up at our place. If we do that, we end up like Mergen. And it was fantastic. You know, some of you just need to just fill the car with fuel, bottle of water, just go and drive and pray and hang out with God and let him, let him speak into your year ahead. You know what I mean? It's a new day. You might not be able to carve out two weeks to go to Fiji right now. But you can load the, load the car with fuel and just go, God, let's go. Get a new perspective. Go to a new town that you've never been to before in your life. Find something that's going to see your desire and hunger and connectedness to God reawakened. And he'll speak to you. It's not a time for us to be the greatest thing in our own life. It's a time to 
know that God's bigger, that his ways are higher. And not only that, but also with each other. It's just the beauty of church. It's amazing when we get together. You guys start singing and you remind me how good God is. Like at 7 a.m., you can still be upset at life. But like 10, 20, and you're singing about the greatness of God and you all sing better than me. The words are better than my first thoughts in the morning. And it just lifts your spirit. And that's exactly what it's designed to do. If you've been battered down this week by other people's opinions, we come together and there's a unity of faith and a buoyancy and you're probably smiling more than you have all week. You, I don't know, the burdens get lifted by God's power and his anointing and each other. And you're like, wow, yeah, it's designed to work that way. And so I want to encourage you that in not being wise in our own eyes, let's get things that are better than us in our life. God's word, prayer, be open to new ideas, get together with people that are going to widen your perspective, be part of this great church. And if, if you don't think it's that great, it's because you haven't been involved. You've been criticising from the sidelines too long. It's the best way to heal your heart is to get involved in things. It just really is. And so on a wonderful year like this, I know there's challenge. In this world, there's trouble categorically. But Jesus, we're still encouraged to be of good cheer. That he's overcome the world. And it doesn't mean it's all going to be cute and flowery, but he's still good. And what a testimony to others that if you go, yes, there's challenge, yes, there's trial, yes, I don't know what, how that's going to work out there, but to come together and say, God is still good, he's still our answer. And if you're just tired from Facebook and tired from the news, then open your Bible and flood your soul with it. It will change your life. Lord God, we thank you so much. You haven't left us abandoned here. God, we have each other. We have your scriptures. We can pray and call out to you at any moment. Lord, we have all these amazing resources. Help us to redeem the time. Help us to reclaim our own time. Father God, to be on track with you, to go on forward with the greatest adventure of our life. Lord, that let us esteem others. Father God, rather than just us esteeming ourselves. God, we thank you. Lord, I thank you for the hearts that are in this room. God, I thank you that you're working mightily in their lives. God, I thank you that you can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, Lord. We thank you. It's your spirit. God, I pray this week for people who've got great gaps in their life, needing a miracle, needing your provision, needing your light to shine to give direction. That, Father, amongst all that, may we be found praising you. And, God, I just thank you that, that your wisdom come forth. Lord, we're open to it this week. And, God, I thank you that you are a good Father. You are a great creator. And, Lord, as we humble our hearts to you, Lord, that we find you. We seek you with all our heart and that we find you. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching, that you've been encouraged and challenged. To stay up to date with our latest messages, you can subscribe to our podcast. For more information, resource or service times, please check out our website at noosa.church.